Hello and welcome to episode one of the Fee and Drew Show. One marriage, two children, one dead dog. How you going? I'm sad about the dead dog. Yeah, that's fair enough. It, it, it's a sad thing. How long's it been? Three months. Three months. I miss him yeah. a lot. Yeah. Harry was his name. Harry was a beautiful dog. For those dog. people that don't know. Anyway, the show's not about um, dead animals. No. No, no. Well, <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe it is. <laughs> Who knows where we'll we're going? We'll find out, won't we? We'll find out. First up, I'd like to thank uh, DJ Lachlan in the house for our intro title. How good was that? Anyway, and our and our lovely fourteen-year-old Oliver for uh, setting up our tech. Eldest he, son. Eldest son. Yes. He uh, he saw that the fact that we were going to buy a bit of tech, and he jumped in headlong. He doesn't mind a bit of tech. Oh yeah, he's very excited. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. all right. What are we? What what's the show? What's the show about? Well, I don't really know because you were the one that decided we were going to do the podcast. So um, I'm going to turn that over to you, Hunty, so you can uh, tell us what this show is going to be about. All right. What I think the show is about is it's uh, it's meant to be in the title, One Marriage, Two Children, One Dead Dog, is um, we're just some... We're just like we're the average family uh, with the 2.7 children and See, the... See, 0.7 I've got an issue with. Yeah, well, that's why we didn't have the 0.7 because there was too much. Mm. Brick veneer... Doing the do, um, and sometimes getting a little bit lost in all of that, and forgetting they're actually just two cool cats, two dreamers that used to hang out and um, have some fun. Yeah, yeah. So and now about... we want to do that. We want to hang out and have some fun some more. Bring back a little bit of fun. Maybe if you're out there and you're feeling you're missing a bit of fun, and because you're getting drugged down in the whole family thing, well, you know, I don't know. We'll just... Maybe listen to us prattle on. Yeah, and and then that might make you feel better and tell you exactly how to do it because yeah. we know everything. We're experts in experts. everything. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Maybe we should put a waiver <laughs> and say, please don't do anything that we do because yep. we are not experts at all. The opinions expressed in this show are those oh, of purely us. ours. Yeah, so they could be absolute rubbish. Yes. To that end, in the show today, what are we going to cover? Well, you're first. Oh, I am first. <laughs> oh, we're going to do a quick. In- up. We're going to do a quick intro, intro to who we are uh, right now. Then what are we going to do? We're going to take a walk down memory lane and let you know about our first 10 years of life. There we go. Then we're going to explore Fee's thought bubble. Ooh, Mm -hmm. could be a mess in there. Yep, yep, it could be, thanks. Um, And then we're going to do Hunty's dinner table life lesson. I think that's even messier in there. I think we'll all fall asleep with that one. All right, then we're going to have a hot topic of the week where we're going to um, delve into some very, very important subjects. We're going to get your feedback, get you to feedback... um, what, uh, what your thoughts are on those. And then we're going to have Partners Request Corner. Mm. I like this one. Yeah, I'm a little scared it's of that very one. very good. And then we're going to finally round out with a G2 round out. <laughs> These are called shuckers apparently. Didn't know that. <laughs> All right, so where are we now in our lives? Who are we? Who are we? We are married? two parents. How long have we been married? Well, you tell because just before when we were practising, I said... <laughs> Well, you said 18 years, and I said, well, it's actually 18 years together, but 15 years married. 15 years married. So, um, yes. Got, uh, got together three years before that, had a kiss on a dance floor. What a night that was. But that, mm. um, I'll talk about that more in a couple of episodes' time. Um, and then we've got two children, as we mentioned before. Boys. Boys. Two boys, and the thumbs were up when we found out from Drew about that, but we'll tell you about that one too. 
That's crazy. Uh, bought our first house a year ago. Yes. Yeah. Very lucky as everyone keeps telling us that we just got into the market. So we do realise how privileged we are with the fact that we could do that, which was amazing. So yeah, we're yeah. very lucky. Married two kids. Um, and then we did have a beautiful Labrador, as we mentioned in the beginning of the show, called Harry. But unfortunately, we lost Harry three months ago, very suddenly. And it was a big shock to the family. We were very upset about it. Yeah, we didn't lose him. We didn't, didn't just misplace him down the street. Oh, well, he died. He died. Yeah. Well, we got him put down. Yeah, we did. The mm. green injection, which anyway. we'd been threatening him with for years, but you know, <laughs> we had. Yes. But, um, but yeah, we finally had to do it, which is very sad. So we shouldn't laugh about it for anyway. all you pet lovers out there. This isn't a, this isn't a show about dead pets. Um, uh, that's it. That's us. That's where that's we're at. Us. What that's do we do for jobs? We're uh, pharmaceutical reps. Pharmaceutical reps. That's yep. what we're doing. Yeah. Anyway, all right. And we don't really talk much about that because it's a bit boring. <laughs> Really? Yeah, it is a little bit. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about uh, something that's a bit more exciting. Our first 10 years. I'll go? You go first. All right. Uh, Tell us all about you. Way back when, in 1973, (laughs) I was born in St. Andrew's Hospital. That's uh, not why I'm uh, called Andrew. I don't think they looked up at the sign and went, well, let's call him Andrew. Well, they didn't because they would have called you Saint Andrew. So they would have called me Saint. Yeah. And that could have been very, very interesting because I know you like to think sometimes you're quite saintly, but... Yeah. I'm trying to think, what's the worst hospital you could be born in if you just looked up at the sign and went, we'll call you that? Ooh, that's good. The Mater. The Mater? Mater. Hey, Mater. Hey, what, Mater. Maybe, maybe, that's why, maybe that's Mater's name because he um, was born in the Mater Hospital. But it could be. But, mm. I was born in uh, in Victoria um, to two immigrant parents. My mother, Dagmara Waldmanner, she came to at, uh, at six years of age and um, from Latvia. And my father, John Griffith. Um, born in Wales, came out to Australia about the same time, six years of age. Um, it was it was a beautiful home, a uh, very privileged home actually, full of love. Um, didn't want for anything. Um, rugby, that was my thing. Oh, love my rugby. Still is. Still is. Still well, love, well, no, no, as in you still love rugby. And he yells at the television a lot when rugby is on actually. Oh, and we're talking rugby union for all yeah. those leaguey supporters out there. Mm. We do like a bit of league as well, but we're talking union. Mm. So that was basics. What about you? So uh, I was born in a hospital somewhere in Melbourne, and I don't know where because I'm adopted. So do you not know the hospital? No, well, I don't think it's, it's even down. I, actually, I think I did find out about the hospital one day, but I don't think it exists anymore. I don't think it was Royal Women's or something. Anyway, so I was adopted, but I was adopted by two awesome parents who are my mum and dad. Um, and uh, we grew up in a very privileged life as well and had um, – I've got um, a brother and a sister. I've um, got a good family. He forgot to mention his brother. I've got a brother. Yeah. <laughs> He's lovely. I didn't not mention him because I don't like him. Hey, Joe. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, so we grew up in, in really nice home as well and, um, yeah, mum and dad worked and they put us through school and did all that sort of stuff and dad w- – my my thing as I was growing up was horse riding, and as my lovely husband here likes to say, "Did your daddy buy you ponies?" <laughs> I was about to say, and "That's the voice he's did, did your daddy buy you a pony? See, that's the voice he no, does all the time. No, just made me think when you said you were like, born in a privileged home. I was just, "Did you have a pony?" Yes, I had two actually, <laughs> and I am. I realised I was lucky, but it was what we did. You know, it was how we grew up, so it was very good. Yeah, it was nice. So. Yeah. First so, 10 years takes you up to grade five. What was going on in grade five? What were you listening to? Oh, uh, listening to? Yeah. Can you remember? Oh, what was what your first album? That? Did you buy your first album by grade five? That's so, t- well, I really liked Boy George. Oh, yeah. Oh, I loved Boy George. Mm. And I loved Wham. Mm. And I loved, oh, my sister was obsessed with 
um, the Bros Brothers. Is that what yeah, they're called? Yeah, Bros. Yeah, Bros. Yeah, yeah. And then I met them. You did not. I met them later on down the track. That's in another episode. In we're, another we're, episode. We're, we're There's so many 10. episodes. It's really cool. Um, anyway, and um, I liked. No, that's about it. I reckon. I my, don't know. I can't remember a lot. My first oh, Billy Idol was my first album that I oh, ever really? bought. Oh, yeah. Sweet 16. Went to his concert. He whacked my hand. But that's another story. So did you have that album at 10 years of age or that was later? No, later. But that was your first I know, album. I I've jumped ahead already. I think I bought my first album. I did because I was born in 73 and I, my first album in 1982 was 1982 Out of the Blue, one of those compilation albums. It cost me $9. Took me nine weeks to get it. Get a dollar a week for pocket money. <laughs> Yeah, that was my first album. But what's Out of the Blue? I don't even remember that song. Oh, no, that was the album name. Oh. But it had, I don't know. Do you know what else? I bought, oh, I admitted this to you the other day. I bought the Chipmunk Punk album. I can't believe you Neither did can that. I. It's horrific. It's horrendous. Horrible. I don't think I ever bought anything that bad. Yeah, it was really bad. I'm embarrassed about that. Yeah. This is like therapy for me. <laughs> <sighs> therapy for me as well, finding I'm, out more about my husband. I'm sorry. Maybe, maybe it'll end up being one marriage... Maybe two, one divorce, <laughs> two kids. <laughs> After hearing that sort of comment, my apologies out. to you. My apologies to the world for buying the Chipmunk Punk album. Mm. Um, first movie, do you remember that? Oh, um, E.T. E.T. Oh, that's why I went like that because I remember going to the Belgrave Cinemas. I was in Ball, I went to the Bourne Cinemas go, with my grandmother. Went to the Belgrave Cinemas, yep, with um, with my mum, and we all sat there and bawled our eyes out. No, I had to oh, sit. I had to. Oh, I had to sit in separate terrible. seats. I remember it because they, was it was best. so packed. I had to sit down the front, and Granny was up the back, and I was sitting. I was a bit nervous about that, sitting on my own. Oh yeah, great film. I don't know. It was my first film. I still but think it's one, one of the best films ever. The other I think was, everyone should see. Every child should see that film. The other one I was thinking about was one of my early ones was uh, the Black Stallion. Oh yes, I was just about to say the Man from Snowy River. Oh, yeah. That was quite good too. A Blackstone I saw with the Redaways and they bought popcorn and Coca-Colas and snacks. And I, I went, what is this? <laughs> this is not the movie experience. So obviously it wasn't my first movie because this is, this is not unlike any movie experience I've ever had. Yeah. Snacks. And so I, didn't, I haven't learnt from that as a parent. I haven't allowed the joy of that to my children. I take no, out home doesn't. Ziploc packs with popcorn, homemade that, popcorn. We're, we're digressing from our 10 years. We, I don't think we're still in 10 years. Are we? Yeah. But we're talking about you taking Ziploc bags. Anyway, here we are. Um, uh, boyfriends? Girlfriends? No, no. Just horses, horses, okay. horses. Yeah. And a funny story. Mm. Can I tell you a funny story? Make sure it's happened? funny. It is. Okay. It's pretty funny. Mm. So in grade five, I had the best teacher ever. Hi, Mrs. Bugis. Mm. She might listen to this. Mm. She was my favorite teacher. Mm. And I had seen my mum in the bathroom, what I thought you know, like making her eyebrows a different shape. So I was like, oh, what's she doing there? Yeah. Yeah. So I went into the bathroom after her and I found her razor on the actual counter. Well, she probably shaves her legs with that or something. And I shaved half my eyebrow. (laughs) But if you did that now, you'd be one of the cool cats. What are they called those? Oh, dear. Fades? Oh, I don't know. No, but that wasn't No, but this wasn't a track. This was like half the eyebrow was gone. So I went to school with my hair, and for those listening to our podcast, you won't be able to see it, but can you imagine I pulled my fringe <laughs> over, or bangs, whatever you, word you use, over that part of my eyebrow like this, mm. yeah? Mm. Looking pretty attractive yeah, right now, I? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and I went to school, and I'd sort of positioned it quite perfectly, so I hoped no one would notice. 
And Mrs. Biggers came up to me in the classroom and she said, if you only your hair's in your way, you won't be able to read properly. And she pulled my hair back like this and she saw my eyebrow and she was just like, <gasps> and you could hear the gasp, but she was the coolest teacher ever because she never said anything. She just put the hair back <laughs> really gently in place and just went to the next child. I don't think it was that cool, actually. I think that was commentary on... Oh, on what she thought no, about but you. She, but she knew that I was dying of embarrassment. Yeah. So rather than bringing it to attention of the whole class, she covered my eyebrow back up. There you go. There you go. See, that's loving. Yeah. It is. Good. Good teacher. You? Girlfriends? Boyfriends? No girlfriends, no boyfriends. Um, I remember in grade five, we had to uh, had to spend a week sitting next to a girl because you, boys were there, girls were there. It's a little bit like my life now. I still don't. No, about sitting next to girls so much. Anyway, <laughs> I had to – there was one girl that I knew liked me, Charlotte Pringle, after the name of the chip brand. Hello, Charlotte. Hello, Charlotte. Just in Pringle. case you ever watch this. Watch this, this from 40-odd years ago. Yeah. And sure as you know, I had to sit next to Charlotte Pringle for the week. And um, anyway, this is not good. So I got a piece of uh, white tape and taped it to the, the bench seat. So and all the way. For, for everyone down that's not watching it on video, he's actually pretending he's taping some white tape down so the just imagine between us. If you're of that age, two desks that had the flip tops on them. And anyway, there's a bit of white tape that came all the way through between desk to desk. I said, Your side, my side. And she, for the whole week, would be sneaking over, having a look at my work. I was going, Your but side, like, white tape, stay over there. But that's because she liked you. I know. And, I, and it just made me feel uncomfortable. So if I lean on your side now, we're going to get. That's okay because I like you and I've become a little more relaxed about sitting next to girls. (laughs) Anyway, the whole week I was just saying, stay on your side. And uh, at the end of the week, we were were rewarded 50 house points each for being the best uh, couple or the best, got on the best all week. And I couldn't believe that because I was just just telling her to move all week. I found that amazing. I think think it's very mean. Poor Charlotte. No girlfriends. Charlotte Pringle. Poor Charlotte. All right, that's the first I 10 hope years. I you weren't damaged by that, Charlotte. No, she'll be all right. Maybe she Maybe. Is. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, Charlotte, if you're damaged from that. Oh, dear. Right. Right. So that's the walk down memory lane. Yeah, first that, 10 years. Yeah. Done very quickly. Oh, well. Well, we hope quick enough. We don't want to. We hope you're all still listening. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Hi, there. Hi, Mum. I know Mum's listening. Hi. <laughs> all right. Feast thought bubble. Let's have it. Okay, so my thought bubble for this week is... I don't understand why the 80s have become trendy again. And I'm specifically talking about mullets. Oh, my gosh, mullets. Like, they are ugly. The only person that's ever looked good with a mullet is Warwick Kappa. He played for, I think, Sydney, Swans, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. And the, the thing was is the hair was, was good, but the AFL shorts they used to wear were tight and they accentuated their buttock area and so they looked really fit and he looked good with the mullet. Everyone else that is now doing mullets, you don't look good. There's nothing good about it. You don't look attractive. There, I can see all these football players at the moment going around with mullets on and they all look ridiculous. And that is my bubble, thought bubble for the week. All right. I don't know whether you agree or not. I'll probably get lots of abusive, well, if anyone goes on our Facebook page, but probably get a lot of abusive people. Or send, send me your photos of... Your mullet, if you've got mullets, and then I'll judge which one I think actually looks all right. And I guarantee there'll be nothing. I think that's an introduction, a very interesting introduction to your first thought bubble, what's going on in your mind. That's uh, extraordinary. Yeah. But 
I, I tend to disagree with you. I think mullets are amazing. No, you don't. <laughs> no, I do. No, you're lying. <laughs> this wasn't in the discussion topic we had down at the pub on Friday Over night. Of a planning session? Yeah. No, no, I told no. you. I think mullets are amazing. I'll tell you why mullets are amazing. If I see someone with a mullet, it automatically makes me feel a whole lot better about myself. So I think mullets are good <laughs> for, for my self-esteem. And if, if you don't have a mullet, you should use it as an opportunity to feel good about yourself when you see someone with a mullet and go, yeah. well, I'm going better than you. The hate mail we're going to get. And all that's happening with someone with a mullet is you're pretty much heading down the, the tra- trail oh to a neck tattoo, gosh. aren't you? Oh. <laughs> that could bring up another topic later. Yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, anyway. Uh, all right. Anyway, Peace so there you bubble. go. That's my thought bubble. All right. So uh, I say this with a sigh. I'm trying to be good about it because we life lessons from Hunty are not necessarily... Oh, we're going straight to Hunty's life lesson? Yeah, well, that yeah. was next. All right. So... Cool. The life lesson for this week is what? All right. When I'm at the dinner table, I find it very hard not to impart a life lesson every night. And um, Well, that's... we should mention that we most, pretty much 90% of our meals are held at the dinner table. And this is like not lecturing, no, no lecturing going on here. Don't lecture. But we really love the fact that we get that opportunity to sit with our children because even if they don't talk to us, they have to listen to us. Um, and it's amazing how they do actually give us feedback, which is really good too, actually. Most important part of that for me is I can eat more food when I'm sitting and faster. <laughs> if I'm in front of the telly with the makes my food, face go numb. yeah, it makes my yeah, just I, I can't get old my, joke. I can't get my food in as well. Old joke. Old joke. Old joke. I'm getting a bit of that. I used to eat until my face went numb on one side. That's how much I used to like Brooke, to eat. Brooke, Karen. Yeah. That's for you. <laughs> my, right, my thought, what, what, is it, what am I doing? My life lesson. My life lesson for the week. All right. Yes. Here's a tip. When your children ask you uh, what's in the meal, that, that, when they like a meal and they ask you what, what's different or what they like about that meal, tell them the secret ingredient is love. That's it. And that will twist their minds. That's good podcasting, isn't it? That dead space. So that's my life lesson. The secret to good cooking is... I went silent on, for a reason. The secret of good cooking is sprinkling a little bit of love, especially in the burgers. Well, I must say that his burgers are very, very good. Because they've got love and in them. And we had a friend of ours who their son <laughs> came over for dinner and then Kim um, texted me a couple of weeks later and said, I've just made burgers because Cooper said he absolutely loved you know, Drew's burgers and um, she said, and I've made them. And this is it. she texted it to me and she said, and he said, sorry, mum, they're not as good as Drew's because you don't have enough love in them. <laughs> That's a win right there. That's a win right there. That's so, so good. I thought that was hilarious. So there you go. Maybe it is um, that you've got to sprinkle the love in the burgers <laughs> and then you win the hearts of all your children's friends. Absolutely. That's the best thing to do. All right, that's my life lesson. That's your life lesson. That's Pod- not too boring either because sometimes when Dad goes, oh. as in you go, life lesson, the boys and I both go, oh. I was actually going to bring a life lesson from this week. Oliver said he was enjoying physics and I managed to suck the life out of that joy <laughs> within a minute and a half talking to him about oh, kinetic energy and potential energy and vectors. Have you got to vectors yet? Yep, he was off, off off physics within a minute and a half. I did really well to suck the life out of that joy, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. It only took about 30 seconds as well. I'm getting better to make sure my life lessons actually have some, some value to them. Aww. All right, hot topic of the week. Um, so this is where we are going to talk about something and you're going to give us your feedback. Um, let us know 
what uh, what your thoughts are, and um, we're going to direct you to our Facebook page, newly formed, the Fee and Drew Show, and we'll pop the uh, we'll pop this week's question up there on there. And this question this week's question is: What TV shows are you finding that are working for his and hers, and for the children? Well, for family to as watch. a family, yeah, because we struggle. We do. Like we've got the net. What do you call it? Netty. You got, got the netties. You got netties. And you know the stands and the da da and all that sort of stuff. But we do. We struggle because our youngest one he likes everything that's got dragons in it, which yeah. which is fine. Yeah. You know, but you're not so into watching dragon movies all the time. I'm, I'm done with dragon no. movies. I'm a bit. Although we on did it. show them for those of you that Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones fans like we were, yeah. awesome. Yeah. We did actually show Lockland the dragons from that and he thought that was awesome, I can, absolutely awesome. I can dig on he, some dragons in Game yeah, of Thrones. Yeah, but, yeah. They, they were pretty good. But anyway, I digress. We're I not digress. really. Yep. We're not really because we're talking about films. Like, I, like to yeah. think, well, I like things like the social network about how um, – uh, Facebook and Insta are uh, affecting our lives. See, that probably falls under almost life lessons. Life lessons, and that, so that doesn't work for <laughs> anyone. Um, I like some shows where there's a lot of uh, violence. No, oh, not violence. Oh, yes, Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders, that mm. doesn't really work for the children. No. Nope. Nope, that um, doesn't work. Yeah. And my, my, my husband here, he has a little bit of a habit of finding shows, and I call them kill yourself shows. Um, where it seems to be all about people that are really depressed. <laughs> and not that that's a thing that we laugh about, depression's real, but in a film all the time, like every single television show that he tends to pick out seems to have that, and I find that very, very hard to watch all the time because I'm a glass half full person mm. and uh, I find it quite hard to watch those sort of shows. I do like a like dramatic that. character piece. Yeah. yeah, I think you can have dramatic character pieces. Like your Ray Donovan, I like him. But yeah, but that, I didn't mind that. But mm. then it gets a bit samey after a while. That's yeah. the whole thing, isn't it? We're probably getting boring. Yeah, we are. Maybe. So, so Go. some of the ones that we have enjoyed together, Bridgerton. I've got to admit that too. That I'm admitting I bought that was a great. A, uh, a, Who didn't like that? That's pretty fun. No, that was awesome. Yeah, that was so good. And I think they're going to bring out another one. Yeah, which I, is wicked. Well, I think it's good, but I don't, yeah. there could be husbands out there going, "You serious, mate?" I've, well, they just haven't watched it. They might have been watching and gone, he, this guy's all right. But when he just, they heard that, Bridgerton, they're going, well, maybe he's not. No, I don't reckon. Bridget- I reckon it's just they haven't watched it. i tell you what else Pretty has been good. working well with the children is uh, Lego Masters. Oh, Lego Masters. Lego Masters. Come on, everyone's got to love Lego Masters. Yeah. Hamish is hilarious. Yeah, that's good. He's very good. He like I like it when he steals all the minifigures. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's very funny. He thinks no one's watching. And we did like Holy Moly. And we loved Holy Moly as a family. That was hilarious. Bit gassy around your anus tonight. <laughs> The, every joke, every time the boys would bring that up at the oh, dinner table. It. it was brilliant. Yeah. Loved it. Anyway. So there you go. So what are your shows that you're watching that and work for the whole like? family? No, what do I like? What do you like? Okay, this is letting everyone know straight out there. I'm a bit of a Trekkie fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a bit of a Star Wars Trekkie, you know, that sort of stuff. And uh, that's why I don't get him on my side. Although he does try every so often to put a space one to me or something, don't you? I try and give you some sci-fi. Yeah, some sci-fi Don't get it right because I don't have the nuance around sci-fi that well. So you can see why we're in trouble. And that's why we're (laughs) asking for your help. So we'd love you to go on our Facebook page, The Drew and Fee Show, and we'll put this question up, as Drew said, and then you can list some ideas for us. And um, We'll discuss them on next week's show. And then, yeah, we'll we'll tell you what we really think (laughs) when we find out. 
<laughs> All right, partners with request corner. Okay. I don't know what's coming here. So I I decided that we should do this yes. because I think that every week we can make a slight, like not necessarily a massive request of each other, hmm. but it could be something little. But I'm going massive on the first one. Oh, good. Yeah, because I think that... Um, that you should come to me with some ideas about what you're going to get me for my 50th birthday. Easy. I can do that. Yeah. Problem solved. Okay. Good as gold. So next week you yeah. have to present mm. some ideas. How many? What? I reckon five. Because I'm turning 50, five. Far out. Okay. Yeah. Five but ideas. And they can be anything, but then you'll get, you'll, you'll get me my opinion on them. So then you know whether you're running close or not to whether it's any good. What do you think? I think that's a good idea. Dream presents or budget presents or realistic no, presents at this stage? No, just presents. No, just go for it. Let's just have fun. No. Oh, okay. like, let's make it a bit of fun. If yeah? I had limitless, limitless resources yeah. and access yeah. to people, yeah. places. Yeah. Okay. Let's have fun with that. Okay, I can do that. Yeah? Because I don't really want to know what you're actually getting me because I'm sure it's going to be. <laughs> Amazing. I'm sure it's going to be awesome. Amazing. Amazing and all that sort of stuff. So I really don't want to know. It's going to be from so my heart. So that's why I'm saying just, uh, oh from my dear, soul. if it's that, I'm in trouble. He's probably going to give me burger with a sprinkling of love on it. Right. <laughs> 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 my partner's request for you was a little more uh, uh, grounded in, uh, anyway, I'll tell you what it is and you'll... Please don't, please don't fall asleep here. I found a property that I'd like to buy. It's in uh, Mount um, uh, Croy. Croy Mountain. Um, it's valued at $15.5 million. So we're not going to be buying it tomorrow, but soon enough. The problem with this property is it doesn't have enough space for your ponies. And it's a little hilly. And I don't want to have to uh, ride or run at a 16% incline whenever I leave the house. So I believe it will buy a property just down, down the road, a couple of minutes, 48 flat square, uh, flat cleared acres. Yep. I would like for you to work out what the linear meterage is around the perimeter of the property. And on how, the 48. On the 48 acre acres, property. Yep. So like how far could I build a running Who's track? selling it? I don't know. It's on the internet. I'm going to go and ring them and ask them for that information. I've already thought of it. I'm going to get it. Look right. at that. So Smart. I need to know how, how, how far I could build my track. Is it a 700 meter track? Is it a 2K track? I don't know. It's 48 acres. And... How much it would cost me to um, to just put a light tarmac on I think most people it. have gone asleep already. You got what your task is? Yep. All right. L- lineage? Linear. Lineage? Linear. Meter lineage around the perimeter of the property to build a running track for me. There we go. Okay. So I'll just say I want a running track around the edge. Yeah. That's pretty much it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Let's keep it simple. Yeah. I've given you a simple task. You keep it simple for me. Good enough. I think that's perfect. Do you know what I think we're up to? I think we're up to our G2 roundout. What's a G2 roundout? It's uh, it's just something we're grateful for this week. What do you got? I am really grateful for the fact that I have found the place where we could maybe next year get a chocolate lab from again to replace our beloved Harry. So, yes. So um, I'm excited about that. They don't have any puppies available this year, thank goodness, because we're not ready this year. Um, but next year we might be able to go on a waiting list and watch this space. You might be involved in us getting a puppy. That's pretty exciting. That's really exciting. I'm grateful for finding a, uh, a triathlon race that I can get to want to make an Australian team next year for the Townsville World Championships. 
and there's two races that I could get into, but I was wondering, I'm not sure that I'm going to get enough points to qualify for that. I found one down in Maitland that I can get down to in a weekend and back. I'm just grateful it just takes a little bit of the stress out of it. it means I only have to come top seven, top eight in those three races in trying to, instead of trying to get into the podium for all three of those. So I'm just grateful. I'm just but do you know what? Reversing, if we went all the way back to the start again, we mm. forgot to mention what we do now. So you should, you know, like when we we're introducing ourselves mm. and we said that, mm. you should probably say that you're a triathlete. I'm a triathlete. I love triathlon. Because, because that would then make sense to people that would go, what? Yeah. Like this, because you absolutely love triathlon, don't you? He's 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 great at it. He's, he's done very well. Been doing it for eight years now. Is it eight years? No, almost 10. Yeah. Nine years? Yeah. Oh, well, you didn't do it when we first quite came up here. So we've been up here nearly 10 years. Did we say that? We're living on the Sunshine Coast. Oh, yeah, see? Yeah, beautiful <laughs> Queensland. Oh, yeah. That's where we live. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, anyway, so he's triathlon. So that's, yeah. Yeah, there's so a big problem. Yeah, so I'm grateful yeah, I that race. Very good. So there you go. That's it. Is that the roundup? Roundup, that, roundup. That, that's the G2 roundout. The G2 roundout. All right, now we do the sign-off. Let's see if I can get this right. This is where we ask you to do all the things. So we are, we're on the YouTube channel. So subscribe, give us a thumbs up. Plenty of comments, what you like, what you didn't like, what you'd like to see, if you're listening to us. I don't want any negative comments, actually, (laughs) so I I don't want to know if you didn't like anything. Can you just keep it all real and lovely? (laughs) I want want the truth, nothing but the truth. Nope. Um, If you're listening to us on the podcast, um, same thing. Just uh, give us five stars. If you don't think we're worth five stars, tell us how we can get better. Um, Oh, no arms. What else am I asking? Go to the Facebook page, The Fee and Drew Show. We'll post the uh, hot topic of the week there. That's about it. I and think. we hope you enjoyed it. Yep. This That's is it. our first one, so it's all a bit weird for us really, first go, isn't it? Do you know, how do you, how do you feel about the first episode? I think we've done quite well. I feel like my energy was up. Yeah, I feel like I've got tight shoulders because you were sitting up so much. But we'll see that. When we, when we do the playback, we'll have a look and then we'll pick on each other like anything, I think. I feel like I was presenting too much. We'll get more relaxed. We'll get more relaxed. I think well, you were better than me. You didn't yell today. That's good. Because sometimes he yells. That's so good. we've done well. All so right. there you go. I think that's it. That's all we need to say. All right. So all let's right. sign off. Oh, sign off. Yeah. One life. Two big dreamers. Go get a dog. Go get a dog. <laughs> see ya.